You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. Dirty and tired, uh, relieved and inspired as I uh, arrived in Turkey by bicycle. Um, this was a few years ago, and uh, I'd spent the morning dodging uh, traffic cones which were being scattered by the heavy goods vehicles which were traversing the very narrow lanes, and I still had a puncture mark from the Bulgarian shepherd dog uh, in one of the panniers um, as I kind of came into the great, great city. Uh, as I say, this was a few years ago, um, and this was following uh, a talk which I'd seen at the Book Hive in Norwich um, by a cycle courier who'd cycled around the world. Uh, and he said that during his university holidays, he used to cycle to and from Istanbul uh, during the summer, um, which sounded an intriguing idea to myself. And uh, at that very night as I cycled home, I thought I must see how, how far it is really, because it seemed like it was quite a long way. Um, so I typed into Google, and Google very helpfully gave me uh, not only the distance, about 2,000 miles, very doable, I thought, uh, but also, um, but also a, a what, what proved to be a very uh, accurate suggested route that I ultimately uh, took. Uh, now, I should point out at this stage that I'm aware that the, uh, the theme for this evening is about heroes, and, and actually in no way do I perceive my journey as being, uh, as being heroic, but actually lots of people seem to be quite interested in it. Um, not, not so much in the cycling so much, but just the fact that I was brave enough to venture to Turkey, which never kind of really crossed my mind as I was sort of thinking about the whole thing. Um, but really, I should go back a bit, a little bit further, because the, the person that really inspired me to think about cycling a different way was my best friend from university, Tom. Um, and uh, we met at the University of Bath, where we were both started off doing a mathematics degree and found it too hard and changed to doing natural sciences, specializing in mathematics. Um, and um, uh, one, of the, one of the summers after university, Tom cycled from Ipswich, which is where he lives, uh, through to Land's End. And it was the first time that I'd really thought about my bicycle, which up until that point had been sort of just used for commuting and sort of doing local trips as a, as a long distance form of transport. I was a bit disappointed that he'd not, not invited me and I don't really know why that was. Um, but I was intrigued enough that the following year, I thought, oh, I'll perhaps do that trip, uh, or a similar trip myself, and just get one up on him and do a slightly improved version. So I uh, found myself at uh, Lowestoft at Nest Point one sunrise, um, and my plan was to cycle through um, uh, to Land's End. So, so Nest Point, Lowestoft, as you probably know, is the most easterly point in uh, mainland Britain, and I was going to be heading for uh, Land's End by sunset. Obviously, not, not in the same day. It was going to take me a few days to, um, to get there. So looking back at that, I feel like pretty um, uh, underprepared, really. Um, and actually, I got my first puncture before I left the promenade at Lowestoft, so it didn't bode well for what was going to happen further down the line. But I managed to get to London and spend some time with my sister and then cycled further down into the uh, southwest. And Tom came to meet me and sort of just sort of stabilized the whole experience. 
Um, we're together, we had a few days cycling, just sort of revisiting our university haunts around Bath, and then we cycled up onto Dartmoor together just as the, the heather was turning purple for the, um, for the end of the summer. Um, he then left me to continue the journey by myself, and I kind of look back at that and think he was releasing me uh, sort of into my journey of cycling um, independence. He then joined me on a trip uh, to Luxembourg the following, uh, the following year. Um, but by this point, uh, he, um, he'd met somebody and um, they got married, I think, fairly soon after that. Um, I didn't go to the wedding, uh, which is, seems to be a bit of a, a habit of mine. Um, I was out of the country at the time in the Seychelles, um, which, to be honest, I was a, bit, a little, little bit relieved by because he was quite keen that I was going to be the celebrant at that, this event, but um, it wasn't something that particularly appealed. Um, when I got back, he was very keen that we uh, tackle together kind of the main uh, UK cycling challenge, which is Le Jog or Joggle. Uh, and for those non-cyclists amongst you, that is Land's End John O'Groats or John O'Groats Land's End, depending on which way you choose to do it. And we ultimately decided that we were going to do it from, uh, from Land's End to John O'Groats, which is uh, beneficial in terms of prevailing wind. That does a lot of the work for you in theory. But um, we had a great time. We cycled obviously through uh, Cornwall and Devon and then through... Um, through uh, Cheddar Gorge and over the Seven Bridge into Wales and Iron Bridge and up to the north of England, sort of visiting my own kind of home, and then up to uh, to Scotland, to the Isle of Arran, uh, and then up through Glencoe and uh, Loch Ness, and then up to to finish the journey about two weeks later. Um, sort of my, my abiding memory of that trip is we had no rain. We were really, really lucky um, that we didn't have any um, rain, and it just... Um, as we were traveling, it was a really nice uh, sort of pace, sort of quick enough that we felt like we were getting, uh, making progress through the country, but sort of slow enough just to allow the contemplation of what we were seeing. And it just felt like it was the really sort of perfect way to, to travel. Um, I was then sort of keen to keep going and, and keep, uh, keep traveling in this way. And sort of the first thing I had to do was just to correct the, um, the geographical error which I'd made on my... Um, Lowestoft to Land's End uh, cycle, which was that uh, Land's End actually is not the most westerly point of mainland Britain. Um, and so I found myself back at Lowestoft, um, Nest Point, and this time heading correctly to Ardnamurchan Point, which is up in, uh, up in Scotland. Uh, this time I was by myself, so Tom, as I said, had got married and uh, was kind of less uh, able to kind of come with me. Um, and that, that trip, maybe symbolically, was just characterized by heavy rain for most of the trip. Um, long days in the saddle and arriving um, often after dark. So it was a real slog. But again, I, I, I quite enjoyed it, but um, certainly missed Tom and sort of missed um, sharing that experience with him and the sort of evening uh, just to kind of contemplate the day and, and think about what happened. So it was a few years then before I decided I was going to do anything else. And it wasn't, as I say, until I saw this talk at the Book Hive from um, Julian Soraya. Um, that I started uh, thinking about cycling to, to Istanbul. And um, it was going to take a bit more sort of preparation. Uh, all my previous trips up to then had been very carefully planned. I got sort of hostels booked and bits and pieces. Uh, this required me to buy a tent and a stove and some puncture-proof tires um, and to be sort of a bit more um, relaxed about where I was going to get to. I didn't know how I was going to respond to cycling uh, day after day and week after week to get to uh, sort of the edge of um, Asia. Discussed it with, with Tom. He wasn't able to come. He had two children by now. Um, but he was very, very supportive of the whole trip and indeed invited me to stay with him on the first leg from, uh, from Norwich just down to Ipswich to get the ferry across to uh, Harwich. 
Um, on the ferry across to Harwich, my camera broke, and this seemed like quite a bad omen for the whole thing, which I was really quite nervous about. I, I do like to get things planned. I enjoy the planning as much as actually the, the cycling in some some respects. And um, yeah, I was definitely not too sure as I arrived into uh, into the Netherlands on the first uh, first country of uh, mainland Europe. Um, however, I picked up uh, a cycle route really quickly, and it was nice to cycle around the Netherlands and kind of see how they uh, approach uh, long-distance cycling. And after a wet evening and a, uh, a bit of a battle through the following day, I had a really nice evening with um, uh, a hosting couple at a um, campsite. And the following morning, I passed my, uh, well, crossed my first border into Germany. I was on my way. You know, that's kind of the highlight of the trip, almost crossing these borders. So Germany, uh, down to the, the River Danube cycle route through Austria and Slovakia, uh, and to Budapest within about 10 days, so I was making good progress. Uh, down through Hungary into Romania, and then into Serbia, Bulgaria, uh, one hour 55 in Greece, um, and then uh, arriving in, in Turkey. Um, and it wasn't a particularly kind of sightseeing trip, it was all about getting to the destination. Um, so actually my uh, sort of sightseeing things and my pictures are all pretty much of my bicycle just laid up against a country border. Um, dogs became my nemesis. I was just terrified of them. They would see a bike and they would come careering across a field and just start chasing me. Um, and at one point, uh, yeah, I got attacked by a Bulgarian sheepdog and it's still got the marks in the pannier today. But I remember just arriving at the Bosphorus State and being really uh, excited and really uh, relieved that I'd got there. Um, but in actual fact, the journey itself was remarkably unremarkable. It was all kind of pretty much day to day. It was all just flowed really, really nicely. Um, and I was really pleased to arrive finally in Istanbul. Um, as with kind of lots of things in my life, when I do them, I kind of think oh, I'm not ever going to do anything like that again. Um, but I'm currently training for my seventh marathon. Um, and I've done a couple of cycling trips uh, since. And sort of normally I'm cycling around the world. I most recently cycled uh, from back from Turkey through to, um, through to Azerbaijan. Uh, I'm also at the point of planning going back to the other side of the Caspian Sea thinking about cycling through the stands. Um, some people were killed there last year um, on their bicycles um, by um, sort of some, some militants. And so, I don't know, I kind of feel sort of slightly torn. I feel like I should con continue, uh, continue the journey um, and sort of honor the fact that they were brave enough to kind of go and do these things. Um, and if cycling is uh, one of your New Year's resolutions, then I, I wish you good luck. Uh, you never know why it might, where it might take you. Thank you very much. John Scoggins! Thank you so much. True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website, truestorieslive.co.uk.